Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, the dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I'm Lance Timmerman. Happy Super Tuesday, Lance. Why, thank you very much. What makes it so super? I have no f***ing clue. I don't know where it got the term Super Tuesday. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's because there are so many states that are have their election days. That today. seems it seems um, appropriate or logical. I've never understood why, other than drawing this whole thing out like a reality show. Why are there so many different election days in every state? Yeah, I do not understand. It, it doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, I also just don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what it does is it lets it lets the resu- previous result uh-huh. impact the next result. Yeah. It. I mean, it would be like, you know, we don't actually have the presidential election like this because you don't want what's happening in other states to influence to affect other states so you do it all at one time and today yeah. I don't, like a week ago joe biden was dead exactly I, th- I totally thought it was over he'd be funded in soon and yeah and suddenly and today like i we're recording this at what seven thirty pacific nine thirty uh-huh. central yeah on election day and a lot of the East Coast states, that all the things that all the states that have had results come in, besides which one is Sanderstrom, Vermont, or New Hampshire, something like that. One yeah. of the one of those two idiots up there, right? <laughs> one of those two <laughs> idiot states that are the same state but right-handed and left-handed, uh, right? I think he's from the left one. Okay, is that New Hampshire? Or I think it's Vermont? New Hampshire. Whichever one. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're both the same. Exactly. Do we need two? Do we need Vermont and New Hampshire? Can they not be one state? Can they just merge? Yes. We should start a petition. See if New we can. Vermont, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. I would rather have that and then have like Puerto Rico be a state. Yeah. Uh huh. And then we then we can stay in even fifty. So I think that's why sometimes like they haven't looked at letting Puerto Rico in is because yeah nobody wants fifty one. But you think all the flags you got to redo. Of course, that's, that's what just make Vermont and New Hampshire one state. No one gives a shit. Anyway, <laughs> all the other ones, Biden is one. Pretty sure we don't have any listeners there anyway, so. No, I'm sure we don't. If we, if you are in Vermont or New Hampshire, uh-huh. send us a line. Let us know, workinginterferences at gmail.com. I honestly, Lance, uh-huh. I don't think I've ever met anybody in my entire life from either Vermont or New Hampshire. I, I can't say that I've met. I mean, I know Adam Sandler's from Manchester, New Hampshire. That's, I mean, I've never met the man. I haven't met him either. Big fan. Yeah, for sure. I would vote for Adam Sandler. Can, can we write him in? I mean, if you think about like, 
a man who has built an empire based off of like one trick pony, uh-huh. you know, like this <laughs> sort of shampoo is better, like that whole stick. Like it's kind of built a an crazy entire spoon like, face. He's getting $30 million a picture off of that. Sloppy like, Joe's. Right. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. Give him the keys to the country. Like, what are we doing? Well, we got Trump there. Come on. Uh, like, can't do it. I no? mean, it, like, he could at least do that well, I would uh-huh. think. It doesn't seem uh, the bar is that high. I uh, I voted early. Do you vote early? Oh, I don't vote. Okay. I'm just great. kidding. I uh, usually mail it in, literally. <laughs> That's the, that is on brand, Lance. That is on brand. Um so you're, I looked it up. I don't know this off the top of my head, but I looked it up. Your uh-huh. Washington state primary is next Tuesday, March 10th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you already mailed in your ballot? Uh, no, it's sitting on the um, uh, k- kitchen counter <laughs> underneath boxes okay. of other shit. So I'll get to it. Okay. I voted uh, in early voting, which ended last Friday. And so I vote, I went to go vote Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I cast my vote like a good American, and the person I voted for immediately quit the race. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like an hour and a half later, I got the alert, like, uh, Pete Buttigieg is out. Like, what? Yeah. I literally just, could he have not done this 90 minutes ago, like, while I was in line? Yeah. Like, well, he just, he immediately quit. Yeah, your vote like, doesn't oh. matter anyway, so... Oh, that loser from Texas <laughs> voted for me. This is yeah. going poorly. You were the straw that broke the camel's back. I think I think I was. Yeah. I think I was. Um, someone asked me, I had a patient um, who's a friend um, who is like a hardcore Elizabeth Warren supporter. Oh, God. Um, I've never, the other thing is I've noticed is I've never met anybody from Vermont or New Hampshire, and I've never uh, met a man who supports Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Everybody I've talked to who supports Elizabeth Warren is a woman, uh-huh. which is fine. Like if that's sure. like, if that's if you're just saying I'm voting for her just because she's a woman, that's fine. But like, I like kind of be upfront about it because it seems to be that's kind of how things are, are playing out. Yeah. Um, she asked me why I voted for Mayor Pete, and I honestly couldn't give her a, a good answer other than he's not the other guys. He's not a hundred years old, and he seems like an all right dude. Sure, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was about the amount of research that I did. That's about enough, really. I, I did some looking up. Turns out he's a Navy SEAL. I had no idea. Who? Pete Buttigieg. No, really? Yeah, former Navy SEAL. Um, wow. Uh, if you believe the conspiracy subreddit, uh, a gentleman there posted some papers showing CIA operative or former CIA operative Peter Pete Buttigieg. Huh. Um, and then he went on to become the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, which apparently makes you a candidate for president of the United States nowadays. I guess so, yeah. So I was president of the San Antonio District Dental Society a few years ago. Does that is that a, a proper jumping off board for president of the United States? Well, yeah. I mean, Jerry Springer was pre- uh, mayor of Cincinnati. Mayor of Cincinnati. So there we go. Throw his hat in the ring. Might as well. Better than what we've got. Yeah. I, I read something today. I didn't fact check it. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. The current president. Uh-huh. President Trump is the oldest president in the history of the United States. Yeah, I think he is, I heard something like that. He is, yeah, he's currently the youngest person running for president. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just absolutely insane. Huh? Just absolutely insane. What are we doing? Wow. 
Well, these uh, I was just had the TV on, and they were showing Bernie Sanders' speech from New Vermontshire. <laughs> uh huh. These hipster kids are just wild about the guy, huh? Yeah. Crazy about him. They love this Sanders guy. What's? Yeah. I mean, if you wear skinny jeans, uh huh, and it I do, comes yeah, it comes <laughs> the ballot for Bernie Sanders in the jeans. Oh, okay, that's handy. Yeah, if you wear skinny jeans and you tuck them inside a pair of lace-up boots, uh huh, and uh, you have any ukulele music on your i <laughs> on your iPhone. <laughs> Uh-huh. You are automatically predestined and predetermined to vote for Bernie Sanders. These hipster kids can't get enough of this old guy. Well, he's going to make all their debts go away. Is that is that what it is? Is that the, is it the promise of that? I think so. Yeah. It's the only thing nice. I can figure. It's just yeah. For somehow, I just don't think it's ever going to apply to us, Lance. Uh no. <laughs> Feel like we're going to get the raw end of that deal. Uh, I get the raw end of every deal. Uh, except for a deal, you texted me about a, a deal you did in your office yesterday. Did I? What did I? Yeah, you you, uh, you did some uh, something called Chrome. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. It, Tell me about this. So it's uh it's guided implant surgery, but all the planning all in one. So it comes with a uh, fixture base, so you reflect the flap and deglove the the arch. And you use a guide that goes onto the existing dentition to hold it in the right position. And then you drill the pilot holes into the bone to secure the base, which acts as the level to where you need your bone reduction needs to be. And so you uh, can score it or, or reduce right there and then get the root tips out or however you're going to do it. And then you do your extractions and then level the bone. And then you're able to snap into place and secure in there the guide for the implants. And so you do your your protocol for guided implant surgery. And what's cool is it's, you know, usually I got into guided surgery just so I'd do flapless stuff. Well, this isn't flapless, but I can actually, when you place it, if it isn't deep enough and, you know, maybe there's a measurement it was off or something didn't quite go where you thought it was, well, you're looking, staring right at it so you can torque it a little bit further and get it to where you want it to go. And then... Uh, snap into place the carrier for your PMMA bridge that the lab already fabricated. So no more denture where you put impression material in there and try to find where the implants should yeah, be. Hollow it out. Hollow that yeah. out. This is already done for you, and it's already at the plane of occlusions already been figured out. So you nice. snap it in place, add the acrylic to to connect it, and then you disassemble everything, suture them up, and uh, screw the bridge in place. I mean, it was just boom, boom, boom. It was awesome. What did you submit to make this happen? A CBCT? Uh-huh. Impressions. I sent both PVS impressions and a digital scan. Okay. Because I also had them fabricate a denture as a backup, just in case everything just went up, tits up, then I at yeah. least had something for them. And so you did all the surgery. You did all of the rest restorative part. You did, you did the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're a better man than me, Lance. <laughs> I don't know about that, no. What implant system does this utilize? Uh, I think you can do whatever you want. I use the Neodent. Okay. Nice. That's what Clear Choice is using now is Neodent. Are they? Yeah. Okay. They are all over Neodent. They are all over it. Um, any any word on, on how, you know, uh, obviously... 
I would guess a, a fairly hefty lab fee. Yeah, you got to plan on six to seven thousand dollars per arch, but it comes with the provisional and it, it, the final restoration. Okay. So so that's but that you're getting the surgery part of it, you're getting the restorative part, you're getting the whole whole boat. Exactly. So seven is not that big of a deal. It's really yeah, you know, and you just got to price it appropriately. I know people are trying to swing deals and 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 go lower here, lower there. I'm I'm about yeah. the thirty thirty three thousand an arch, so it's it's a it's profitable. Nice. Nice, nicely done. Like. And I saw him today. It was awesome. He came in and we're like, hey, how, how you feeling? His lip was a little, little puffy, a little swelling, but he's like, yeah, I feel fine. I'm like, wow, you shouldn't. Let's get them to, <laughs> let's get them to sponsor this bad boy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Chrome, hit us up, baby. Yeah. Hit us up. Lance, this is an advice show. It's kind of a shitty one, but yeah. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like who's the best Democratic candidate for president because we all know that Tulsi Gabbard is the best candidate (laughs) ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Who do you think Gordon Christensen voted for? Uh, well, I think he's got wearing some skinny jeans, so probably Bernie. <laughs> Gordon Christensen <laughs> is the Bernie Sanders of dentistry. Pretty much, pretty much. People love the guy, and I still can't tell you why. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm poking mild fun. Did you just grip it and rip it, baby? Oh, yeah, I did. Chug that bad boy. All right. Let the big dog drink. Grip it and rip it. Let that thing, let that thing slop down that windpipe, Lance. Mm. <laughs> I like to rib Gordon, but uh, yeah. we all know we could because we care. We love. That's guy. right. That's right. <laughs> Question <laughs> one, Reddit user. I'm. Uh, I made it. Oh, I made it rain. I was like, I made a terrarian? No, I made it rain. Reddit <laughs> yeah, I user, I made it rain. Uh, is the coronavirus affecting your office's use of masks? DA here, Lee <laughs> DA, told me that I had to start reusing masks because they are now limited due to our supplier only offering X amount of cases per week. I do not like reusing a mask. It's so gross. I don't like wearing it around my chin between patients. I refuse to put it in my pocket between patients. She does this. I get that the masks are in limited supply with the surge of people buying them up. Are there any of your offices going to make a change in mask usage? Lance, has your office been affected by the coronavirus? Well, we did go to make an order, and we were limited to three boxes. So, yeah, we've been affected because we can't make our normal purchase. That's about it so far, though. This is absolutely ridiculous. It really is. Because the type of masks that people actually need, if you're really trying to do this, Uh if you're really trying to like quarantine yourself, are not the kind of masks that we buy or that we use. Right. So people are just sucking these bad boys up like they're going out of style. And it's actually not going to do anything for you. 
So unless you're a dental office, and I'm assuming it's dental offices ordering these in bulk because like like a patient, you know, you can't you can't just set up an account for Henry Shine if you don't have a license number. Right. So it's not just like people buying them from Henry Shine, it's dentists. Yeah. That are panicking. Yeah. And it's not even going to filter anything out anyway. I know. I wear it for show. I just, I just the mask. Yeah, I just so use the level all, one. All that shit's for <laughs> show. Uh-huh. I mean, let's be honest. Like all of it's for show. Yep. I. How often do you change your mask? When I remember to. I mean, I like I, this question is making me question this, but I change my mask at the end of the half day. So I trash my morning mask at at the end of the half day. I trash my afternoon mask at the end of the day and start all over again the next day. I probably go through a little bit more than that, but, uh, I mean, great. Assuming it's not soiled right. and I try not to touch it. Like when you're we're thing, grinding on bone, doing a bone reduction with that Chrome. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I'm, right. I'm just getting some splatter. Sure. But provided you're not, you're just doing restorative dentistry. No. Nah. You're not, and, and you don't get anything on it and you don't touch it with your gloves, which you have no reason to. Right. Well, I just turned why, it inside why? out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's reversible. Hey, it's white this way. Uh-huh. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no reason to change your mask out after every single patient, is there? No. I don't. I mean, it, now if you dip your fingers in the patient's spit and then rub it all over your mask, yeah, all right. Yeah. Maybe we got some reason to change it. I but why that. would you be doing that? Because you're silly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys been affected? Now you're in. You're in the war zone. Up oh there God! In State, Not only apparently. that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I posted a comment on Facebook. Um, I went to visit my mom in the hospital last week, last Wednesday. Uh, Very next day, I see Good Morning America pretty much shooting their shot from my parking spot that I was at because someone just died (laughs) in the hospital from the coronavirus. So it wasn't just my area. It was literally the hospital I was just at. So in theory, I might be a carrier. Oh, we, I mean, you're a carrier for many infectious diseases, Lance. Uh-huh. We already knew that. Oh, yeah. I'm a Petri dish. <laughs> Lance Durham and the walking Petri dish. Um, have you had any employees freak out or oh, have you had any patients freak God. out yet? Yeah. So last night I had to, my, my hygienist text me, you know, I just took my temperature. It's 99.5 and my throat is kind of, kind of sore. <laughs> and I said, she goes, I might not be in tomorrow. And I said, are, are you serious? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just so she And she really was kind of freaking out in, in, in the office on Monday. And um, so I said, you know, 99.5 is still within normal limits. I really wouldn't base thinking coronavirus from that. And so she's like, so you would require me, if I had upper respiratory problems, do, yeah, you would say that I have to come to the office. So I'm like... No, if you feel you can't come to the office, then no, don't come to the office. And so then I, uh, she texted me this morning. I, I'm feeling a little bit better and my temperature's normal, so I'll be in. But I mean, I, I almost had to spin more plates. What a mess. I, I just, I don't know. I saw a video that Dr. Drew did where he really ripped up uh, the media. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, I enjoyed watching that because it's true. Like, why are we counting on the media who has no medical training to report on this? Um, because all it does is inflate 
you know, yeah, and and, and bring tension to it, and and it and it creates a problem um, that doesn't actually really exist. And I get it, like, well, all the Costco's here are out of toilet paper, and yeah, oh, it's everybody's freaking out. I, I can tell you, my commute yesterday and today have been like a dream. There's nobody driving on the roads. Uh, I just, like, calm down, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Um, here's the thing. We were, ta- we were trained to perform dentistry under something called universal precautions, uh-huh. right? Yep. So s- somebody called me and asked me today, how have we changed what we do based on the coronavirus? And I said, not, not at all. Not a thing. Zero. And they were like, what, really? And I was like, yeah, there's this thing known as universal precautions where you treat everything as if it's infected anyway. Yeah. Assume HIV is everywhere. Now what are you going to do? Yes. So if you follow universal precautions, you should not have to do anything different. Uh Uh-huh. And so being cognizant of what you touch with your hands being cognizant of washing your hand like all that stuff like why this doesn't have to be a thing like we don't have to have a team meeting about this right just do universal precautions everything's gonna be fine uh yeah let's see here i'm just thumbing through some of the comments i'm not seeing anything crazy yeah. Um, I, I mean, some people are having some horror stories about sick patients still coming in to get their profies or whatever, which is another hard part because we've had people lie about being sick for so long to right. get out of coming to the dentist right. that now, like, I just don't believe anybody. Right. When they say that they're sick and it's just like, no, you're just lying. You don't want to come. Right. So here's the thing. And that's the same thing with like team members who call in sick. I just immediately don't believe them. Right. Me too. <laughs> if we're going to do this where it's the sort of idea is, hey, if you're sick, don't go out and infect other people. Then we all have to have a come to Jesus moment as a country where we concede the fact that we call in sick to a lot of things that we don't want to do and we're not actually sick. So we can't do that anymore. Right. If that's going to be the deal, no more calling in sick because, I mean, unless you're actually sick, because now I assume you're not actually sick and I'm going to give you shit about it. And then if you come in and you are sick, then it's a real problem, right? So this has all been, that precedent has been set by shitty patients and shitty team members over the years. Right. So just stop calling in sick if you're not actually sick, huh? That's a, that's a start. Um, taking a look here. No, I mean, again, nothing really crazy. The limited on mass, you have to be a little careful. Again, just don't, just don't touch your mask and you don't have to change it after every patient. That's right. And just leave it on. Like you don't have to take it off. Just leave it on. They're fine. Yeah. I take it under the chin. Talk. They're fine. Put it back on. And honestly, like most face masks are just for show anyway. Yeah. Um. Here's uh, here's somebody, Balto Steve. This is a clear violation of infection control standards. Masks are single use per single patient. Great. Right. However, there aren't any. So what are we supposed to do? Shut down our office because we don't have masks? 
According to Balto Steve, yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I, you know what I want to say to Balto Steve? Go f*** yourself. We're a simpatico. <laughs> now here's the right, the comment right underneath that one. A mask is good until it becomes visibly soiled or wet. No issues with reuse until then, which is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So just don't touch it. Yep. Just don't touch it. We don't have any other choice, so do what you have to do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see if we have any other post from this person. I made it rain. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh-oh. couple... Oh, Jesus. This is from the subreddit of IBS. Oh God! Blood monster. Kind oh, of. I, I don't even know if I can read. This. Yeah, probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, let's just say <laughs> the last sentence of this post is F- "you anal fissures." you <laughs> so yeah i'm not gonna read that one because I, I don't need that uh, um, yeah. wow okay well that was fun <laughs> wasn't expecting to end up there question two uh reddit user fungies one anyone up for a dental reality show Last time I was in the chair, I thought it'd be a dental reality show along the lines of Dr. Pimple Popper or that Foot Freak show. Call it something like, you better floss, have the dentist exclaim, that's the worst abscess I've ever seen. Loud drilling for ominous sound effects, lots of shiny explorers and extractors and syringes all laid out. I mentioned it to my dentist, but he appeared underwhelmed. So the idea is up for grabs. I personally think it's brilliant. Well, do you want ratings? Because, I mean, because <laughs> seriously, the the dental office is boring as fuck. Yeah, the you know the the only thing, and he brings up the name Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah, um, who I I've seen her on Tosh Point Okay, um, I forget her name. The reason that people enjoy watching that is because it's like seeing a pimple pop or seeing a pustule pop. Uh huh assist be removed like there's something kind of like soothing about that or sure. i mean there's there's kind of that that sort of get to it the only thing really in dentistry that has that and i don't know if the population has this or just us and hygienists are when you see those videos of like huge islands of tartar that get ultrasonic away and like they come off in big, huge chunks. Like that is kind of the same feeling, but I don't know if the general population gets that at all. Yeah. I mean, it's like ASMR just specifically to hygienists and dentists. I, I don't know that you're going to get uh, a, the same satisfaction from yeah. that. How many times have you had a patient call in and say, I chipped a lower front tooth? Yeah. And then they come in and they just broke off a big piece of tartar. Yeah. It, like I think a few times. I, 
I think people would look at at that, watch a video. A, a layperson would watch a video of that sort of ultrasonic debridement and would say, "Oh, they're chipping away that guy's tooth." Yeah, that woman's tooth. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you don't really have that with the pimple popper thing, right? Yeah, we we clearly know what's happening. We can relate to it. It's right. satisfying to a certain degree. Right. There, I don't know. Is there is that for us with ultrasonic? Yeah. Stuff, but not for yeah. Um, I I I always do love like if I'm taking out a tooth that has some exudate and some swelling around it. Uh uh-huh. you, you take out the tooth and you get like the purulence like like coming out of the socket. Yeah. I do enjoy that, but like, that's so rare. Like that doesn't, you know, maybe yeah. that happens a lot in oral surgeons offices. Well, that was what, uh, that was my morning. First patient today got the, yeah. had a little right in the frication, a big sack of pus. You gotta love that I took sack a, of pus. took a photo and shared it on Facebook. And... I saw that. Did you? I saw that right in, uh, as Gordon Christensen calls it. And I quote, the crotch of the molar. <laughs> That's what uh-huh. Gordon Christensen calls a frication, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. The crotch of the molar. <laughs> I had molar crotch once. <laughs> you had the molar crotch, huh? <laughs> Did you put a cream on it or what? A bomb. A bomb. Oh, about a the salve. Bomb. A salve. Uh-huh. Gordon's probably put on a few salves in his day, I, I would, would guess. That seems like an old person thing. Yeah. A tincture. Gordon. Gordon and, and Bernie Sanders exchanging solve uh, yeah. recipes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he calls it the crotch of the molar. That's awesome. Just so great. Um, the reality show that is, it, in my opinion, is the only dental reality show that I think would be worth watching um, comes down to just watching days in the lives of one particular dentist. Um, and it's one particular dentist who we've had on the show. Yeah. You know who I'm thinking of? No. Our good friend Mike. Our good friend Mike Appa. Is it okay to call him Mike Appa? Oh, yeah, that would be. I think he actually has already got kind of an Instagram channel. That Yeah, but like a real full out. Yeah. Like, I'm talking Andy Cohen fucking Bravo Network. Yeah. Like full all out reality show. Yeah, that would that would be. Uh, yeah. That, that would be worth watching. Yeah. But I don't want to watch like. I, I don't want to watch Alan Mead's reality show right. of like Alan. No offense, Alan. Yeah. I don't want to watch you doing dentistry. Like there's only one person that I would watch reality show of. And that's Mike Uh huh. because of the star power that comes in. Yeah. It's like Robin Leach and does. lifestyles, rich and famous kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think it'd be amazing. Like, but it's, and some of it's about my fascination with APA, but a lot of it's about the client, you know, the people that are there. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's probably a lot of overlap with real housewives of, of New York city probably going on. You know, be right. some, some, uh, you remember like when the golden girls would have like a joint episode with Alf or some shit in the eighties, <laughs> like those crossover, crossover episodes. Events, yeah. Where uh, where Blanche was trying to to dry hump Alf on the couch or whatever. Oh, well, we've all been there. Do you remember that one? That was a good one. <laughs> um, I, we could have a, a crossover episode of Real Housewives and 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 uh, you know, Appa does dentistry or or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I think that'd be good. That's the only one. I think you're right. That's the only one. Now, here's the thing: our our friends at Implant Pathways. Uh huh. 
Moody could put together a hell of a show with all the stuff they do there, all the full art stuff, helping veterans. Yeah. That's all well and good, but a reality show's got to have some bitching and moaning. It's got to have some, you know. Well, that's some, what gets the ratings is is the yeah, drama. Yeah, it's got to have some electric sex. And yeah. I just like, I don't, I doing a bunch of charitable dentistry on veterans doesn't necessarily bring that electric sex that Appa would in Midtown Manhattan with all the starlets and with all the Instagram models right, and all of that right. that he's bringing in. So as much as that would be cool for us to see what Moody does, no offense, Justin, it really comes down to the only person who can pull this shit off is Appa. Yeah. It'll probably happen one day, I would guess. I could see it happening, yeah. It'd be a fairly expensive show to produce because they'd have to take it on the road to freaking Dubai every other week. Yeah, yeah. Well, now they've added L.A. Yeah, so it would not be easy. No. It would not be easy. Let's take a look at um, uh, Fungus one. Oh, shit. 45,941 karma. Wow. Lots of karma. Um, Man, there are... <laughs> this is a man or a woman after my own heart. So there's a bunch of posts, but one of them is in the subreddit of JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> Could Patsy have had a pill problem? Yeah, I... Would not surprise me if Patsy Ramsey had a had a pill problem. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And then in the subreddit of bidets, <laughs> go ahead and buy an adapter for Toto bidet or use a different washer. So we, we've got somebody who's really into JonBenet Ramsey and bidets. So again, uh, you might think that this was me, um, but it is not. Mm. Um, subreddit of dogs. So uh, again. Um, Dog grooming, dog training. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's just a lot. There's a lot here. There is a lot here. Yeah, sounds like it. (laughs) There's a subreddit of FedEx. Huh. Is that active? Any package? It's got... 4,000 members in it, so not super, but there's 200 people online right now. Any package handler ever take a leave of absence? I was not expecting there to be a subreddit for FedEx. Um, interesting. Okay. They are in Texas. It does look like the Dallas area. Huh. Well, good luck out there. Fungies one. Um, you should talk to Mike Appa and see about putting together your reality show. You can be the showrunner for that. There you go. Uh, question three. Reddit user 98Nesserine asks, I kind of messed up by obsessing over my oral hygiene. About a year ago, I decided to extend the amount of time I brushed my teeth, thinking it would be the ultimate anti-plaque technique. I would brush and keep toothpaste inside my mouth for 15 to 20 and at times 30 minutes. Wow. Throw some By doing so, coconut oil in there. Yes. I started developing this thing called fluorosis. It comes in two forms, a yellow-brown stain, which I have, unfortunately, or a white mark. So, yes, be careful, peeps. As always, too much anything is bad. Well, 
Now, Lance, I'm not a dentist. Well, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a wait second. Wait a minute. Um, I'm going to have to think back to like old school uh, oral pathology here. Uh-huh. Um, it seems to me that fluorosis happens during dental development. Yeah, when you're like one. Yeah. I don't think it could happen once your teeth are formed and erupted. That's what I understand. But who am I to correct this one? I mean, who am I? Yeah. You know, obviously, I don't have the qualifications to make that kind I've of I've been assessment. called underqualified more than once. And I will be called it again. Yeah. Um, what the hell? Obviously, it's not fluorosis, right? Right, right. Well, it always surprises me when people are shocked that they, they somehow had a come-to-Jesus moment and they start brushing and flossing like they're supposed to and then are still surprised when they, they have decay. Well, shit, that doesn't, you can't just reverse the big old lesion that's down near the pole. Right. So, you know, great that you, you figured it out now, but it, it passed the point of no return. And they look at you like you're the dumbass for, but no, I brush. Well, you do now. Same with this, the whole, well, I I got myself fluorosis. Eh, I think you got something else there going on. <sighs> I get the sort of, because that's kind of how I am with gym stuff, is like I'll, get a, I'll go on a real big gym kick and just like try to crush it. Uh -huh. And it's like, all right, you know, this is more about the routine than it is about like, you know, killing yourself for one or two or three workouts. Right. Um, 30 minutes is like, uh, why are you going zero to 120 miles an hour? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so 30 minutes. The therapeutic benefit was ended at minute two. That is an entire episode of Wheel of Fortune, Lance. That's right. Commercials and all. Yeah, there's no DVR skip skipping commercials. You got the whole thing oh there. Oh my god! I think I know what's going on. Oh, do you? All right. So let's say that they're using a toothpaste that doesn't use sodium fluoride but uses stannous fluoride. Oh, well, there you go. If you just hold stannous fluoride against your teeth, it will stain anything that's there. Right. So that yellow brown stain is not fluorosis like you would see from somebody who was born and raised in well water country. Right. It's just freaking stained plaque and tartar. Yeah, yeah. Go go I see just, a hygienist. Have her polish that shit off. You're good. Get it polished off. Everything's going to be fine. You're fine. You're doing fine. And don't... Why... Why the need to just hold toothpaste in your mouth for 30 minutes? Yeah, uh, they they probably, it's kind of like when you put some Listerine in there and you get that burn, so you just hold it for the 30 seconds and, and ride the burn out. Well, if 30 seconds was good, then 30 minutes is fantastic. It has to be, yeah. Has there ever been like a schoolhouse rock or any <laughs> sort of anything uh -huh. that would lead people to believe that they needed to hold well, they toothpaste in their mouth for 30 minutes. They probably, it's a, it's an amalgamation of the whole bullshit with the oil pulling, where you're supposed to swish coconut oil right. for 30 minutes. They probably went, well, 
that coconut oil is bullshit, but I know toothpaste is great. Right. Well, and the other thing is this, like, hey, um, the people who always asked me about oil pulling were always the shittiest brushers. Uh-huh. And it was like, all right, so let me get this straight. <laughs> yeah. You you can't manage to do something that you were taught to do when you were three years old correctly for two minutes. Yet you're going to do this other thing consistently for 30 minutes. Uh-huh. That would be like me saying, Lance, I need to find that guy, Meb. You know that uh, that Kenyan runner guy who always sets the Olympic world records for marathons? And I want to ask him about marathoning. Like, bitch, run a 5K first. Right. Okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would need to demonstrate my effectiveness at running a 5K before I can extrapolate out to a marathon. Yeah. And then this person wants to literally run a marathon here by holding this shit in their mouth for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you It's a long time. Did you ever to try to do oil pulling? Minutes. No. <laughs> did you? I was curious to see well, who, how could you fit, fit that in your You're day? Bi curious? A little little bi curious. And so, um the only way I could figure to fit those extra 30 minutes in was my commute. So I had a jar of oil, coconut oil in my car for, I, I lasted like four days before I'm like, this is. Do not play a song that you want to sing along <laughs> right. to. Right. coconut oil fucking everywhere. It's going to smell uh-huh. like the Swedish bikini team in your car and Holly's going to get one. What had, did you have a bikini model in here? It smells like suntan yeah. lotion. What have I said about the bikini Explain models? Explain yourself. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh... Yeah, that takes more dedication than I'm willing to commit to. That's the thing. It's like for zero benefit. You're right. And there's that. For zero benefit. <laughs> yeah. It, it reminds me of, you ever see like those uh, those old black and white movies uh, or films of uh, of working out from like the 50s? Where they yeah. would just stand on that thing that like had the belt that went yeah. around your ass uh-huh. and just like Shake. vibrated uh-huh. for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> that's what oil pulling is. It's just standing on that. And you look at that now and you're just like, Oh my God, how ridiculous, how dumb did you like, that's exactly what it is. Well, you're standing on that belt vibrating. ass. But oil pulling is an Ayurvedic thing. It's been around for hundreds of years. Am I saying that right? Ayurvedic? Are you vetting? I know. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> there's something better to use your coconut oil for. Oh, yeah, Lance, it feels really good if you were to use it during a certain time on a certain place. Oh. Let me just put it that way. Okay. It's great for that. It's great for that. It's no chafing. feels good. You smell great afterwards. It's great. It's great. I was not aware. I was laughing the other day. This is so crass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I was laughing at Chicago Midwinter because there's a reception at one of the hotels. And I was... The reception was at the hotel I was staying out to the Hyatt Regency. And uh, let's just say the, the lotion that came stocked in the room was like a floral scent. <laughs> and so, you know, whatever. You do the thing and, you know, you, then you go to your reception and it's just like all I can smell is that fucking flower smell. <laughs> and so I'm sure that just like everybody can smell this on me. Like uh-huh. I'm the only one I'm sure who could smell it. But like, do they have to make the lotion smell so much? Like yeah. I like to be discreet here. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Hyatt. Just <laughs> next time. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> coconut oil would would have been a better choice because at least it doesn't smell like the lotion of the hotel. So every other man in the room, you know, doesn't smell. The yeah. Same. 
This has been too much information time with Josh. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's take a look here. Um, 412 karma. Uh, a lot of posts in uh, Tunisia. Um, subreddit. How about this one? In orthotropics. Cannot keep a natural lip seal. My mentalis muscle tightens and wrinkles when I close my lips. Can't keep my mouth shut without constantly straining the chin muscle. As far as I can remember, I've always had the habit of keeping my lips open. Imagine your body and soul adapting this behavior for 20 years and think it's the correct posture. I do not mouth breathe, however, but yes, it is literally impossible for me to close my lips, have them sealed in a natural manner to get a better idea of this. Uh, pout your lower as hard as you can and feel around your chin area. I have uh, a sub question regarding this. Could the lips not being sealed cause the chin to elongate, making it difficult to close them because of the distance between the lower lip and the chin, thus straining the mentalis? Because when I close my lips and look at my head from a side profile, the entire lower third of the lip, uh, the entire lower third loses that lip to chin curvature, as you would see on most people. It only looks normal when I release my lips. Main question is how do I fix this abomination? Um, this sounds to me like they have a class two malocclusion, wouldn't it you? Yeah, it's something like that. They could either have a class two malocclusion or vertical maxillary excess where their maxilla right. is too long. Yeah. That's... So therefore their lips don't have That was my first thought tissue. was the maxillary excess. So But they were talking chin. Yeah. So that's kind of what made me think men men you yeah. know, mandibular issue as opposed to a vertical maxillary excess issue. Or honestly, um, as our oral pathologist used to say, a patient can have as many diseases as he or she pleases. Huh. Sounds like a t-shirt. You like that? It does. It we actually did make it into a t-shirt. Oh, did? My friend. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, what is mewing? Yeah. Um, um, so this was posted in the subreddit of mewing by that same person. What is the cause of a recessed chin when the mandible itself is forward grown. I'm a 21-year-old female. I've just described my jawline sticks out quite a bit with a flat submental area. The chin itself, however, is setting back, going to a slight diagonal angle backwards. This is odd because uh, looking back, I don't remember being a mouth breather, but I have a tendency to keep my lips open. Only the lips, though. My teeth remain closed. I've been doing this consistently all my life. Could it be the culprit? And to top off with the age-old question, will mewing fix this? What the hell is mewing? I don't M -E -W -I -N -G. know. M-E-W-I-N-G. Uh, I thought I'd add a bit more info. I do not have an underbite nor an overbite. Never had to use braces. So that's the thing. It's like I never trust a patient to tell me because the vast majority of patients do not understand overbite and overjet. Uh, never had to use braces. My teeth are fine, but when pressing down on my molars... Only one side will fully make contact with the top and bottom teeth. I would like to have. I like to manually transit transition my jawline to the other side. If I want to bite down, I can't do both simultaneously. So it definitely sounds like there's a crossbite situation here, right? Yeah, I can't. Probably. I can't bite down on both simultaneously. What is mewing? Mewing involves correcting those bad habits by ensuring that the tongue is resting on the roof of the mouth with the teeth and lips gently closed, so that you breathe through your nose at all times. It also involves chewing your food well and swallowing correctly so that you do not engage the lip and cheek muscles. Huh. I, uh... I just found a, uh, an article in the Journal of Oral Maxillofacial Surgery 2019. Mewing, 
social media's alternative to orthognathic surgery. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So, I mean, there. I don't want to read this whole article yeah. <laughs> online uh-huh. uh, or on, on the show, but um, listen, we know that the maxilla develops based on tongue posture in the roof of the mouth, right? Right. right. That's what that's what sends signals and widens the maxilla to the position that it needs to be in. And so that's why kids with sleep apnea, they don't, they, they develop narrow maxillas, right? Uh-huh. And they give cross bites and, and underbites and all those kind of things. And the, and those weird facial profiles. And, um, so I, I get that a little bit, um, tongue and roof of mouth and nasal breathing reminds me of like mouth taping and buteco breathing. Uh-huh. So there's some airway components to this that, that are, that seem to make sense. Now, how much can really be changed on an adult? That's really the question I want to know. I've been practicing dentistry for what, 15 years. And just now, you know, we're getting to the point where like I'm doing surgical expansion of adult cases with my orthodontist uh-huh. using Marpy, you know, using Marpy. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know how you produce that expansion with just your tongue sometimes in the roof of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And this Google response, it says, if you do it consistently, you're bound to get positive results within a period of one to two years. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In this society... uh, Ain't happening. No. And there's, I mean, like, social media's replacement to orthognathic surgery. Yeah. This, it literally makes me want to blow my brains out. Yeah, well... It's Super Tuesday. Mewing. (laughs) Social media is alternative to orthognathic surgery. Social media Only in dentistry land. Yeah. Is there like, do you run across social media's alternative to open heart bypass? Like, (laughs) no. When you need a bypass, you get a bypass. Right, right. When, When you need... Your uh, appendix taken out. You get your appendix taken out. There's no such thing as social media's alternative to an appendectomy. It doesn't exist. So why does it exist for orthodontic surgery, which is a real surgical procedure, just like a bypass is for certain indications? Like, there is no way around that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It says, Mewing is an eponym of Dr. John Mew, uh. 1929. <laughs> a professor at the London School of Facial Orthotropics who was recently stripped of his dental license by the General Dental Council. The dismissal was on grounds of misconduct for publicly denigrating the traditional practices of orthodontic tooth movement in conjunction with exodontia and orthognathic surgery as a treatment for malocclusion. And he was a colleague of Weston Price. So a little ahead of his time. Yeah. We're using maybe some of those concepts now, but it's in combination with a lot of other things under professional yeah. guidance. And this person who has an incompetent upper lip, it sounds like, or an incompetent lower lip, one of the two, I don't see how there's any way you can fix it by how you hold your tongue. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Ah, Lance, just when I think society has no chance... <laughs> They make me feel that way right again. Uh-huh. I lose all hope again. I Every day. Yep. Every day I lose hope. Um, yep. And then I wake up again with fresh hope for society just to have it dashed 
by sometimes 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. It just depends yeah. on the day. Uh-huh. Today it's 10.22 at night before I was dashed, yeah. uh, w- uh, you know, with any with any hope for humanity. Yeah. But uh, It was bound to happen. Hey, today was a good day. It was late. Yeah. It was late in the day. Yeah. Um, hey, share this with your friends. You got any friends who are into mewing? I don't have any friends. I don't know about this show. Uh, yeah, well, and if you did, <laughs> I don't know if they'd be into mewing. Who knows? Um, it sounds like something like furries would be into. Yeah. You know what I mean by furry? Yeah, like Beto O'Rourke. According to Miho, yes, Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> According to Anthony Gonzalez, uh-huh. is a is a is a furry. I just caught something out of the out of the corner of my eye uh-huh. uh, from this study. Quote: Acolytes, including a minority of clinicians, the lay public, and social media influencers, claim that mewing can reliably enhance facial aesthetics in children's and adults. This huh. is in a published fucking journal, Lance. Wow. It says the phrase, social media influencers. Where is my nine millimeter Glock? Yeah. It's over. I'm done. Oh, God. I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. What on earth are we doing? Uh, no idea. <sighs> Rate and review. How many stars would you give mewing, Lance? <laughs> Not five. Yes. One star... Definitely sucks. Yeah. Um, would not smash. Um, <laughs> how many stars would you give working interferences? Big fan of five. Big fan of five. The Jim Zorn number in my weird <laughs> alternate reality. Yeah, he was 10. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Um, on Facebook, uh, did I say workinginferences.com already? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, funny shit for dentists and d- dental team members on Facebook, Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at dr timmerman dmd. I can be found on Instagram at joshua austin dds. Smash that follow button. I think it's my turn for a song. Right? It is. Um, I'm gonna pick a song uh, by the Dave Matthews Band. Oh. Um, which I've I've had my ups and downs with those guys. Okay. Um, ups, you know, a lot of my time in college was spent going to. I think I went to sixteen or eighteen Dave Matthews shows. Wow. Um, during my time in college, and that may be including a couple of dental school shows. Um, so lot hitting up a lot of Dave Matthews bands. Downside was when I was on a boat tour in Chicago uh-huh. and they dumped shit all over all of us. That was that oh. was a rough day to be a Dave Matthews fan. Wow. That that was not any good. Um no I'm just kidding I wasn't on that. Oh okay. Um but you might uh, have a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, it's been festering <laughs> uh-huh. literally for twenty years. You're a carrier. Um <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh this song is called number forty one which uh, is a little appropriate right now. Number one, I think it's one of the top five Dave Matthews Band songs of all time. All right. Absolutely unbelievable Dave Matthews Band song, number 41. Um, And that's the age that I turned this past week. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. You know, I'm kind of a a fan of sort of celebrating the decades. Um, This year, we just did kind of a small dinner with friends, Uh and Andrew and I just kind of hung out on Sunday and did the normal Sunday stuff. Yeah. On the day, uh, on the day of my birthday, but uh, I just kept thinking about that song um, because I can't say I'm 40 anymore. I now have to say I'm 41. Yeah. Um, so like that, you know, I used to be able to say I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> right. 
like that, like that Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State head coach. Uh-huh. Um, but now I get you know forty one by Dave Matthews, so it's it's not so bad. Next year forty two, Jackie Robinson. There you go. So um, you know it's about finding forty three is the real problem. There's n- there's nothing good about forty three. Mm. You know what channel forty three is in San Antonio? No idea. It's like the f- home shopping network. Oh wow. Yeah, not good. No. So there, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do when it hits forty three lands. Hopefully the world will be over by then. It, it's there's life. a good chance. So enjoy uh, the song number forty one, uh, which I believe received the name 41 because it was the 41st song that the band wrote and they could not come up with a better name for the song. Really? Probably because they just smoked a massive spleef. <laughs> and, uh, That'll do it. I realized as listening to Dave Matthews as an adult, as opposed to being in college, uh-huh. you do really kind of need to be really high. Not so much on the studio yeah. albums where, where like two-step is three and a half minutes long. Right. But if you listen to some of the live stuff where they're doing, it's a two and a half minute song on the studio album, three minutes, maybe it's a 19 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Journey through space and time when they do it live. And I just, if I'm not high, I don't think I can handle it. Lance. Yeah. That sounds like you need the enhancement. I, I think it's an absolute essential. So when somebody says they don't get Dave Matthews, what that tells me is they've never been. Yes, they don't smoke. Yes, that's kind of the deal. So if you've never like really gotten into Dave Matthews, toke a little chiba, roll yourself up a little hog's leg mm-hmm. of uh, the finest um, of God's love, man, and <laughs> uh, spark that, and then listen to like some of those thirty-minute renditions of Long Black Veil and and Two Step and Ants Marching and all of that. And uh, dancing Nancys and all along the watchtower and all of those like super long jam band sets that they do, then maybe you'll get it. But without that hog's leg, mm. I just don't think you're gonna. Uh, I just don't think you're gonna get it. Yeah, I I, I don't get it. Okay. without that. So all right. Anyway, uh, enjoy the number forty-one for uh, Lance Timmerman. I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>